do not hope they are expecting us. In my father's house, there are many mansions. But none so bleak as this. Are you sure, my dear, this is the right abode? If you were not so, I would have told you. Harriet, my dear, do come out of that appalling weather. Sir Rocco, thank you. How was the long journey? Somewhat tiresome, I'm afraid. We are here now, and that is all that should concern us. May I present my fiancé, Charles? The honour is all... Come in, dear boy. This wind is bitter. To the front kitchen. The stove makes it warm. The weather is hardly your fault, Sir Malcolm. And our journey could scarce be postponed. We have missed enough of these family visits with my sojourn home to New England. A mere trip from London Oh, my dear. Do sit down. She's faint with the journey. The funeral is set for the Feast of St. Stephen. Boxing Day. Indeed, indeed. Uh, perhaps a small glass of something medicinal? That would be most agreeable, sir. I meant for young Harriet here. Oh, of course, of course. A glass of cook's brandy and then perhaps tea. Charlotte will be down. She attends to Lady Mildred. Sir Malcolm, call the butler or a maid. I allowed them this eve to reside with their families in the village down the way. Leo, sip this, my dear. It will revive you. Gosh! Harriet, please. The more distressing the circumstance, the more vital we retain our decorum. We're not in the colonies now. Former colonies. But yes, you are right. Do forgive me. Did I hear talk of tea? Might I be of assistance? No need, my dear. I've become quite... Oh, here's Charlotte. She must have heard the door. Harriet! Charlotte. Oh, how awful. But so lovely to see you. Let's not speak of it now, my dear. And you. You must be Charles. I've heard so much about you. Nothing too beastly, I hope. Now that would be telling, wouldn't it? How did... How is Lady Mildred these days? Not as active as in former years. She whiles the days away in her room, but seems content enough. In confidence, she is not herself and says very little. We take her tea and try to see her comfortable as we can. Will she be well enough to attend the... I very much doubt it. She's not left her room in months. I regret to say, the next funeral she attends may very well be her own. I do hope I'll be able to renew our acquaintance before we retire for the evening. Of course. I'll go up before you, but you may find her sleeping. Splendid. The water is boiled. Let Harriet, let me help you. Thank you, my boy. My eyes are not what they were. Charlotte? A splash of milk for me. I dare say you partook of supper on the train, but I, cook, took the liberty of preparing a stockpot of chicken and mushroom. If you were to include a glass of brandy, I do believe I would be in heaven. Then heaven it is. You are too kind, but I feel I must pay my respects to Lady Mildred. She was so kind when I first arrived on these shores. But of course, 
Bear with me a moment to ensure she is presentable. Thank you. We will join you once we've drunk this cup of tea. Pray tarry a moment, Harriet, dear. I do believe Sir Malcolm is struggling. My apologies. I was impetuous in my haste. I was positively leaping up the stairs. How quickly you young things recover that figure. These stairs will be the death of me. I do declare they grow a little steeper every day. Allow me. Thank you, young man. That will not be necessary. Here is her bedchamber door. Lady Mildred? Not too close, my dears. I fear you'd catch my chill. Harriet, is that really you? What an unexpected pleasure. Moreover, that fine young fellow must be your dashing fiancé. <clears throat> Charles Willow, at your service. Oh, delightful. You really must marry him. Thank you. I believe I will. It is sad we meet again in such distressing circumstances. Indeed. I was devastated by the news. We hurried up without delay. It's good to hear your voice again. Seems an age since we last conversed. Indeed. And yet, already I grow weary. Perhaps we should let her be. Upon my word, I do believe she's fallen asleep. Night grows long for me, too. I will retire and leave you to your refreshments. May I bid you a good night? Good night. For someone at death's door, Lady Mildred seemed indecent, Fettel. Bother. I appear to have dropped my brooch while I was in the room. Shall I? I think not, my love. I would not like to frighten her, and she hardly knows you. Then I'll hold the door. Lady Mildred? Is she still asleep? I think so. I can see the brooch by her chair. Got it. Let's go before we disturb her. I brushed her arm, and it is as cold as death. Can I help you, Harriet? Alas, dropped my brooch. I see that you have it now. I do indeed, but when I brushed Lady Mildred's hand, it was so cold. She does grow cold, especially when the weather turns to snow outside. Hence, these warmer blankets. May I assist you? Let's not let that stockpot grow cold. Harriet, my dear, will you please say grace? But of course. Thank you, Lord, for the fellowship around this table. For the good friends, for the hearts of love that manifested themselves through hands that prepare this wonderful meal. Bless us as we eat and bless us as we fellowship. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Do tuck in whilst it's hot.
Delightful. A hint of rosemary and wild mushrooms? Indeed. I forage for my own. Even at this time of year, the woods have their secrets. This blusher is a favourite of mine. I thought as much, and simmered to perfection. You are too kind. Brandy? Not from the cook's cupboard, this. A little more? I'm sorry, I've not forgotten the reason for our gathering. Indeed. Where is Earl? He rests in the library. The stoutest table. May I? I'm afraid we were told the lid should remain closed. The paper was vague. What befell my cousin? The hour grows late, and you must be weary. Would the barest of facts now suffice? As you wish. Five years we were wed, but misfortune followed, in the shape of my twin sister Rebecca. She was once sweet on Earl, don't try to deny it. She married a soldier. She was happy enough. Captain Wilfred Holmes, chap I knew at Eton. Fine sort of cove, if a little cut and dried in his opinions. Rebecca. Rebecca used him terribly, feigning love and entrapping him in matrimony. She ploughed through his estate in little more than a year, and it's said he fled to India a broken man. She arrived here at the door of my beloved great-aunt, in near destitution. But Sir Malcolm sent her packing with a flea in her ear. How awful. She then begged Earl and I for a little something to tide her over. We live on the other side of the moor, but my husband would have none of it either. I bade her stay with us, but she fled in tears. I waited an hour for her return, then followed her back up over the moor. She had no horse, no man, no means of transportation. But for all I walked, there was no sign. That evening, we waited in vain. Earl supposed she had made for town, but I knew better. Next morning, first I, then Earl, then ten men or more, went over the moor to search for her. Three days we tramped that blasted heath, calling her name in vain. But surely... Surely you found her. Not till three weeks had passed. The blacksmith's old bloodhound, worried at the fringes of a mire. A lad had spotted a streamer from her bonnet on a thorn. The black depths were dredged with a grappling iron, and what was left of her reclaimed. She had slipped. Dr. Carmody supposed. Slipped and hit her head and drowned whilst we sipped tea and condemned her. My dear, in all of Earl's letters while we were overseas, there was not a word of this affair. He felt the guilt, no less keenly than I. A double tragedy then, when Earl's accident befell him. Some matters are best not dwelt on too deeply. 
The pain. The guilt. Indeed, one sets one face against such things. And the reading of the will... Charles, after we return from the service and committal... How can you speak of such tawdry details? Earl will have left her everything. I cannot be sure of that. You may benefit too. If he blamed me for what happened, perhaps he sought to leave me destitute too. He left me alone after all. Charlotte! You said she was sweet on him. Perhaps he was sweet on her too. Perhaps he married me in her stead and when she died could not bear it. Who knows a man's mind? They are such emotional creatures. Charles, I believe you are named the executor. The solicitor will have you confirm his reading. I know little of such matters and care less for them now. I I think it's best we all retire. Things look different in the morning. Christmas morning, most of all. is deserted and this is not the first time. I will thank you to keep your voice down. Are you feeling quite well? I have been somewhat a touch of nausea. The stresses of the journey and that terrible tale. I also feel a trifle lightheaded. May I sit a moment by the fire? I will not impede your slumbers. As you please. Perhaps it is best we are not alone tonight. someone. Please wake up. I'm scared. This is a dream. You're not real. We are really enough. Lady Mildred, leave me alone. This is not real. This is not happening. Just because, Just because we're, we're, dead, we're dead doesn't, doesn't mean, mean we're not, we're real. not real. Death, Death is the only You too will learn that wouldn't you, Wouldn't you like, like to, join to join us? We're all, We're all so, so leave me alone. Very very Just leave me alone! What? Harriet, my darling, 
What ails you? The most terrible, terrible dream. Rebecca came outside the door. She spoke to me. Impossible. You've had a beastly night. This is no more than a shade, a nightmare. Oh, Charles, it was all so real. I heard nothing, my dear. Have sauce with Sir Malcolm's best brandy. Rebecca is dead. Lady Mildred lies bedridden. Spirits do not walk beyond the covers of the more lurid. What is it? It was real, I tell you. You too? What? What did you see? Nothing. Nothing. Just a flicker of the candle in the draft of the... Oh, Charles, I'm so sorry. I have half a dozen nightshirts. I've only one of you. We best not sleep. Not sleep tonight. It's past two. Perhaps we should clean up a little. I am so sorry, darling. I made the most awful mess. Nothing to fret about. We're good as new now. I must admit, I said I'd turn my back, but... The voices. Is that Sir Malcolm? We should... Goodness. That is no ghost. Stay here. I will... I will... Don't leave me. We'll look together. Sir Malcolm! At the foot of the stairs! Is he... I feared so. His neck is quite broken. He must have tripped on the stairs. Tripped? We heard two voices or more. Who's there? You heard that? I heard. The wind. And no more. A delicate matter, but perhaps we should move the body to the cold store. Won't the magistrate want to see him in situ? Who could believe this was an accident? And yet, there have been so many before. Sir Malcolm owned the house? Would Charlotte be named as beneficiary? I cannot believe it of her. People change. Where money is involved... They get themselves in a stew and one lie begets another. There are deaths. Deaths. We must inform the authorities. We'd best wait till morning. It'd be too easy for an accident to befall us in such weather. Two panicked strangers in the dark. We wait here, and come dawn, the tempest will have abated. I've seldom seen winter as brutal. The savagery of the elements pales before that of man. Or woman? You'll be safe in my protection tonight, or nights to come. I cannot bear to see his body. I will lay him in the cold store. The magistrate can take our statements. So be it. Then, no, I can't bear just wait. And I can't think this of Charlotte. There must be some reason we are not privy to. Let us use these hours wisely. Let us find and confront Charlotte. Yes, perhaps we have misconstrued the situation. We should ask Lady Mildred after. I'm afraid he is too heavy for me. Perhaps. Could you possibly take his leg? Lady Mildred? Oh, you've startled me. Rebecca? Oh, my lord. No ghosts 
Charles. Oh, yes, yes. Unless... I'm Rebecca. I'm so relieved to see you. Rebecca? Charlotte said you were dead. Charlotte is beside herself with grief. She believes I am dead and refuses to accept my existence. Sir Malcolm lies dead on the stairway. We need to move him to the... She! She pushed Sir Malcolm. She wants this house. I'm sure of it. What am I to do? Help us move him for now. I don't know what to believe anymore. Where is Lady Mildred? Perhaps she took her too. Can we lock this door? From the outside? But she is not here. To protect you and here, Rebecca. There is only one door. Keep the key in the lock, Anne. Yes. Yes. There is only one key. So we will take the key, Charles. Rebecca, for your protection. We will return here with Charlotte and trust the truth will out. Charlotte! 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 Darling, this is futile. We've been through the house and... There you are. I heard footsteps. I've been shouting for you. I... I heard. But I was afraid. We have Rebecca locked in Lady Mildred's room. What is afoot here? Rebecca? Rebecca is dead. She is alive. And I will prove it. Upon my word. But she was here. We locked her in here. See, I have the only key. We only had her word for that. Charlotte, where have you been? We... We must wake Sir Malcolm. Inform him what is... He laid his body in the cold store not an hour ago. His... His body? Impossible. It's all beyond the bounds of reason. You said you have seen Rebecca? We locked her in this room. She died. At least... We went to her funeral. But... What if she were alive? And some poor wastrel of the parish was interred in her place? Then... We are twins. Identical in every superficial aspect. What if Rebecca did for Sir Malcolm and is pretending to be me? We must flee. And where is Lady Mildred? Is she also... She was not here. T'was our first port of call. I thought I heard her spectre in the tumult of the night. She is alive. Lady Mildred? Rebecca, of all people, I know the darkness in her heart. Oh, if you will not save yourselves, then... Charles, do not let her out of our sight. Don't you trust me? I don't trust anyone. Except... Anyone. Charlotte, together we are three. Stay for your safety unless the guilty must flee. Charlotte is right. Let us brave the night and wake the magistrate. If she plots our doom, then she'll be waiting to dispatch us. That mire will fill with us all. And again, we dare not abandon Lady Mildred. If she lives, I'd rather take my chance outside. We have to make sure. One more search, then we go with good conscience. We'll start from the bottom, chase our fiend to the top.
Harriet, enough. We can go no higher. We have searched everywhere. Not quite. These are the attic rooms above. And what is that foul excrescence? It emanates from... Pull down the attic ladder. What can you see? Oh, perhaps a rat in the walls? There is indeed something rancid. We should not trespass or play. Oh, let me see. Perhaps it... Nothing. Hold up your candle. Why does that travel test against the wall? This is all too perfectly ghastly. I'll just wait down... Harriet! You! You want me to open one? Would you rather it were I? No, no. Safe in my arms and all that. It is so cramped in here. So, this one is a man. Semi-desiccated. In this arid air. But I wager some degree of decomposition set in before... Stop prattling! Search for clues to his identity. Or let me. Here. A note in his jacket pocket. A letter. To Captain Wilfred Holmes. Charlotte! Charlotte? Do you fear she'd trap us? She is fled. Or they are spectres all. Charles, unhand me! We must cling to reason rather than each other. One last check of Lady Mildred's room. Then we must presume she is lost. Whichever twin still besets us, we will be the only ones left. Quiet. Charlotte may await us. Must we? Oh, Charlotte is not the only mad woman. Look. Through the shutters? Light. Another visitation? The wind has died. I do believe it is dawn. Cast them open. Let us see. No sign. Let us flee. Wait. Something is wrong. Indeed, it is, Harriet. Now. No. Wrong. Wrong with the room. It has all an old lady might require. A bed, a fire, a chair to sit and a table. But clothes! Where is her clothing? Perhaps a lady of her standing has a dressing room. Really, this is no time for a feminine obsession with the paucity of her wardrobe. But there is no dressing room. No chest of drawers. There are some trifles of attire, seemingly hastily discarded. My word. I think you're right. I am. I mean to say, of course I am. What about? A house like this? A lady of her standing? Of course there was a dressing room. It would be about... Here! Somewhat crudely papered over, but invisible by candlelight or with these shutters closed. I have my cigar trimmer. At last a worthwhile use for that beastly device. The door. Prize it open. Lady Mildred, I presume. Stood in her chair. Quite mummified in this sterile antechamber. But we saw her. We conversed. Did we? We talked to someone. Leave her be. We can do nothing for her now. Nothing but ghosts since the echoes of midnight. I do not care for ghosts. At least no more than they would care for me. Here. Let us steal out through the library. The library? 
We must check on poor Earl. Is this wise, dear? Wise? Of course not, but still, I must know who lies here. Perhaps there is a chance he is held hostage somewhere. We should hurry to the magistrate. Murder upon murder before we arrived. Where was your precious magistrate then? We must solve this mystery or risk becoming a part of it. Undo these screws with me. Uh, I'd hoped for a moment he might still be alive. His base is quite... The papers hinted at... Well. So he didn't shoot himself through the face. Quite. Yet another murder on her hands. Where has she gone? Fled, do you think? Or are her sights still upon us? Perhaps we should wait. Let her come to us. You would have us as bait? Of a kind. The music room. Come, listen at the keyhole. Keep playing, Charlotte. It helps calm my nerves. Yes, great aunt. You girls were always so gifted. Malcolm and I always enjoyed your recital and all your little dress-up plays. Do you still know Chopin, Rebecca? I am in want of practice these days. However, if you wish... Thank you. Most kind. Where are we in our arrangements? Everything is as it should be. However, we will not gain rights to Earl's estate until the reading of the will. I assume Harriet lives until she validates the will. Yes, great aunt. And of tonight? No one would believe her ramblings. She'll not believe them herself. Dreams. A series of unfortunate accidents. And then? Perhaps a train derailment. She'd not stand out in wider tragedy. And all of it, all of it shall be ours. So kind of you to join us, my dears. Rebecca, you are quite, quite insane. Where are the others? There are no others. You interrupt us. How tiresome. She has a gun. Is that Earl's? The one he... The one you... Yes. Why, yes, it is. He bade me never touch it. Yet experience shows he quite overestimated the complexity of its operation. Try not to annoy her. Perhaps you should listen just once in your days. You did alone. Where did Sir Malcolm... He noticed when I was little, we saw the world in the same way. And yet, the cuckoo in the nest and all that, there can be but one final inheritor. Inherit what? A pile of brick and rot sodden in the blood of your loved ones? Loved ones? I never loved them, and they never loved me. Except Earl. Maybe. No! He was mine! 
You monster. Monster? Come now. There are no monsters. Every check in England is written in someone else's blood. Slaves whipped on the plantations of the Indies. Children losing their fingers in the mills. At least I looked them in the eye. And so much more satisfying than the slaughter of strangers. You killed Wilfred. You killed all of them. You killed your own twin up on the moors. That was you. Charlotte, how could she do that to me? Cast me aside. Choose Earl over me. She followed. We quarreled. She fell. I was cold. I took her clothes. But she was always a part of me. She still is. Inside of me. Feign madness, if you wish. It will not save you from the courts. Brave words. For a man without a pistol. And Lady Mildred? You'd better ask Sir Malcolm about that. A pillow. To still her nagging. I knew so. He did as he was told. But drew the line at our murder tonight? And so you killed him instead? It is late in the season. My mushrooms were not quite as potent as I'd hoped. But still we suffered hallucinations. What a foolish man I am. You fed us chicken and mushroom soup. Deadly panther cat. Swish is often mistaken for the Bolshev mushroom. Quite right. Clever boy. I told you I liked him. You are quite mad. Are you going to kill us? One of us will. <laughs> but I don't know which one. Charlotte. You say Charlotte's inside you? A part of you now? I don't believe you. She is. She is here. Worse than a murderer. You're a liar, too. No. Harriet. It is true. I am here. Within her. Charlotte. If that is truly you, you must be an end to this. Wilfred. Earl. You should have stopped her. No. I... I tried. I tried so hard. She was too strong for me. I couldn't stop her. You can end this now. Harriet, she raises the pistol. Charlotte, Charlotte, you couldn't save them, but you can save us. It seems your aim was amiss. How bothersome. I did so want you to die. You shall not kill anyone else. When I set my mind to something, you cannot stop me. I do not need to, for I have already condemned you to an asylum or worse. What? I hate you. I hate what you have made me do. It ends today. Foolish girl, what have you done? I was always the better cook, for you allowed me to prepare the soup you have just consumed. What of it? 
You have a liking for the panther cat mushroom, do you not? I could have given you enough to kill you, but I thought that was too easy. In your greed, <laughs> I have given you enough to drive what is left of your mind completely mad. Isn't that so, great Aunt Mildred? Indeed. You will never have peace again. <laughs> Shall I run after her? Why? There is nowhere for her to go, for she cannot run from herself. It is over. How did you know she would... I didn't, but... I knew Charlotte. Maybe she absorbed too much of her sister. Or maybe Rebecca. Perhaps you forget you're acting if you're acting all the time. This was her finest performance. No. No, that was Charlotte. What a dark night. The light shines in the darkness. And darkness overcame it not... The bells. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas, my love. Echoes of Midnight was written by Phil Janvier and featured Gabrielle Williams as Harriet, David Nagel as Charles, Phil Janvier as Sir Malcolm, and Beth Chan as Charlotte, Rebecca, and Lady Mildred. The music was provided by AKM Music and used with permission. Echoes of Midnight was produced by Phil Janvier for Against the Crowd Productions.